Hurricane Katrina led to a vast flooding of New Orleans. As a result, 1,800 people died, mostly of drowning. Also, the crowded Super Bowl was the reason of six people dying of a shooting. The secondary effect were many people left homeless, stranded, poor, hungry and thirsty. In conclusion, I think the secondary effects were more harmful, as it was still affecting their lives today. Facts about it. Three million people were left without electricity. Deaths told to 1,836. Over 10,000 people were left homeless. People were stranded. Contaminated water. Shortage of food and clean water. And its wind speed was 282 kilometres per hour. The primary effects were lots of damage, lots of flooding, lots of deaths. Over 80% was underwater. There was a shooting in the crowded Super Bowl. The secondary effects were shortage of food, people stranded, many homeless, many hungry and many poor. Reducing the effects of tropical storms. On the people side of terms, the short-term advice is to give advice to children in school and adults out of school because this happens very often in these kind of places. Make sure there is a safe place to go, like an evacuation place. Uh, Have kits ready, like food and medical stuff and water. Uh, Evacuate warnings aid on hand camps and tents on the long-term side of people it's to educate people reflect on the last hurricane train services and public tell people to save for the future in case they become homeless or have shortages of things compensation and insurance and wave stores went ready. On the building side, on the short term, we could border or shutter up the windows and doors, clear up outdoor objects, use sandbags to stop things getting flooded, get valuables, turn electric and gas off. And on the long term, there are reflect on the last hurricane, train services and public, Basically all the things in the last one. Climate change. What is the difference between weather and climate? Weather is on daily times. Therefore, thinking about rain, sun, temperature and wind. Climate is on an annual basis. Like climate temperature over 30 years or CO2 levels over 20. Climate changes frequently and dramatically. A way to tell this is through tree rings. A ring on a tree represents a year of growth. The rings are wider when it's warmer and thinner when it's colder. Ice cores also provide this with air bubbles of each year. Climate change and land movement have ways have always happened. The three main bits of this of evidence come from ice cores, tree rings and historical sources. Natural causes of climate change. First up is sunspots. These are black spots on the sun. The more spots means the more solar energy being fired towards the earth. Now there's earth's orbit. 
if it's going in a circular motion, it's called a circular orbit. If it's going in an elliptical orbit, it's called the ellipse orbit. This takes about 100,000 years to change orbit. Now it's the tilt. It takes 41,000 years for the axis to tilt, then straighten and then tilt again. Now it's the wobble. This takes 26,000 years for Earth's axis to wobble, straighten up, then wobble again. Another one is volcanoes. This creates a cloud of dust that is reflected and then comes from the sunlight and then back to space. It cools down the Earth's temperature for a few years. This creates sulphur dioxide, sulphur aerosols and reflects the sun into space and then absorbs the short wave infrared radiation from the Earth. This takes about two to three years to get rid of the stuff the volcano brings into the atmosphere. Future predictions on climate change. The first and the last question is, what do we find hard to estimate about climate change? New inventions, so say there's an invention that traps all the CO2 that is too much in the atmosphere to bring it back to regular levels. And then next is population growth. The more people, the more climate change we produce. If people will change their lifestyles, kind of an obvious answer. And whether fossil fuels will still be continued to u- in use. Human causes of climate change. CO2 is about 0.03% of the Earth's atmosphere, which is 89% of all the greenhouse gases. What is the greenhouse effect? It is the gases in the atmosphere that are trapping heat from the sun. It is a good thing because without it, there would be no life on Earth, but it is also causing climate change. Human activity is enhancing the number of greenhouse gases by using cars, energy, the burning of fossil fuels, farming, factories and transport. CO2 concentrations in the atmosphere are at 400 ppm now, but in 200 years ago, it was 300 ppm. Water resources. Why isn't fresh water shared equally around the world? That's because some regions have more lakes, rivers and get more rain. This is from seasonal water supplies as well. And the growing pressure of human activities compounds the scarcity of fresh water. That's also from population growth, different climates, industrial uses, wealth and groundwater. And on average, I shower five times a week usually and shower for about 25 minutes. In a week, I use 1,000 125 litres. Facts about water resources. Only 2.5% of water on the planet is fresh and only a slim amount of that is drinkable. 50% of people on the earth have a water shortage for about one month a year. Sustainable water. There are many ways to provide this water. Dams are one of these ways. These create jobs, electricity and provide the water for people who live far away. But these can be expensive. 
dolphin species has gone extinct and millions of people were moved. You can create these yourselves. They're rainwater harvesters, where individual homes can collect water into big tanks. They're cheap, small and no travel for water. There are negatives, which are they still need some money to build it. It takes up a lot of space in your garden if you use it in your garden. And it doesn't always rain, so it can be unpredictable. Now there's desolation plants. These remove salts and minerals from salt water to make it drinkable. These can be very expensive, a costly process, use lots of energy, make lots of greenhouse gases and need to be near a coast. Energy resources. We use heating, transporting, electricity, cooking and manufacturing as our energy. How do we classify these energy resources? So there's non-renewable, which is oil, coal and gas, like the fossil fuels. These cannot be renewed once they have been used. Now there's renewable. So there's wind power, solar power, hydroelectric power. These can be naturally renewed. Um, They are replenishing sources of energy. Now there's recyclable. You can reprocess these um, materials and use them for nuclear power and biofuel energy. Energy resources. What is renewable energy? It's naturally replenishing sources of energy. Name three renewable energy resources. Wind, solar, hydro, wave, tidal mass, tidal and biomass. Well, that's more than three. 80% of our energy comes from fossil fuels, which is non-renewable. Get the downsides to renewable energy. It can disrupt wildlife, ecological destruction, power can be intermittent, and batteries can be costly and it's difficult to do at a large scale. Okay, the first source is wind. The pros are it's renewable and clean, low operating costs, efficient use of land space, and the cons are it's intermittent, noisy and visual pollution, some adverse environmental impact like birds flying into it and it's expensive to install but it is cheap to use wind turbines use the wind turbines use wind to make electricity wind turns the propeller like blades of a turbine around a rotor which spins a generator which creates electricity it is very sustainable energy source as it is cheap and there are there will always be wind so it shouldn't stop working its lifespan is about 20 years 4.8 of energy is used by wind coastal areas will have a greater effect energy resources part 2 solar the pros of this is it's renewable reduces electricity bills its diverse applications low maintenance cost and technology development cons cost weather dependent solar energy storage is expensive uses a lot of space and it's associated with pollution it's not it's not zero emissions or clean or 100% green but it is a good use the US the EU China India and Japan use it the most
Energy Resources Part 3 Waves Waves force air into a chamber where it turns a turbine linked to a generator. The first one was in 2008. Pros It's zero emissions, renewable, energy potential and reliable. Cons Environmental effects, high cost and scalability. A waves force powers underwater turbines that are attached to a buoy. Energy Resources Part 4 Hydroelectric Energy Pros Renewable, clean, safe, flexible and cost competitive Cons High upfront capital costs, failure risks, methane emissions may lead to droughts, ecosystem damage, relocation due to risk of floods. Large-scale dams and smaller micro-dams create enough water to turn turbines and generate electricity. Large dams are expensive, but micro-dams are becoming more popular. Energy Resources and Future Energy Part 5 Tidal These are turbines within barrages, which are dams built across river estuaries using rising and falling tides to generate electric. The largest one is in France. Pros. It's clean, green, consistent, permanent, energy efficient, but the cons are it's intermittent, star up costs, biofueling, risk to ecosystem and location. Energy resources and future energy part six. Biomass energy. This is energy produced from organic matter which includes burning dung or plant matter, production of biofuels. Pros, it's renewable, reduced dependence on fossil fuels, carbon neutral and waste reduction. Cons, emissions, deforestation, cost and seasonality. Energy resources and future energy, part seven. Geothermal, this is water heated underground in contacts with hot rocks, which creates steam that drives turbines to generate electricity. The USA has the most, 77. Pros, economically friendly, renewable, huge potential, sustainable, heating and cooling, no fuel. Cons, location restricted, side effects, could make earthquakes, costly, and gases released while digging.